one man gathers what another man spills. We're coming around again to another episode of Get on the Bus with Corey Patterson. I am your host, Corey Patterson, and I'll be your guide each week as we explore the broad spectrum of the Grateful Dead's music. The next 59 minutes should be all about exploration, and whether you've been a deadhead since the psychedelic 60s, or you thought they were a heavy metal band, my hope is that you hear something that you like, and maybe even learn a thing or two. In each episode, I'm going to select a curated set of music from one of the Grateful Dead's 2300 plus live shows, or maybe even one of their side projects or studio albums, and I'll briefly talk about why it's worth a listen. You may not get on the bus right away, but I hope this show makes you wonder where the bus is headed. So before we get into the music, here's that lyric from the other one that serves as the inspiration for this show. The bus came by and I got on. That's when it all began. There was Cowboy Neil at the wheel of the bus to Never Everland. So we've boarded that bus and we're heading out. Come along with me, won't you? Okay, so I've found a huge drawback of doing this show, and that's because it's only an hour. There's so much packed into a Grateful Dead show that an hour just isn't enough. For instance, tonight's show is from September 11th, 1982, and it was nearly impossible just to pick an hour's worth of music from this show. It lasted almost three hours. There's so much good music. But this is exactly why this show exists, I guess. I said back in episode 3 that getting on the bus doesn't just happen. It's a journey. It may not hook you right away. Remember, my wife gave me my first dead CD, but I didn't get on the bus for 3 or 4 more years after that. Thank you, hair metal. So, give it time. We may not get to the whole show tonight, but what I'm going to play is just another step on your journey. I know a lot of folks who only listen to 60s and 70s shows. In fact, when I started, that's where I stayed. Because my first show was that one I fell in love with from 1975, I love the Keith Gottschall version of this band. Therefore, I was a little apprehensive to get into the stuff from the 80s because of the change to Brent Midland on keyboards. And to me, there seemed like a small change in Jerry Garcia singing, too. However, after spending a lot of time in the 80s shows, I realized there are so many awesome shows from that decade. I wish I hadn't dismissed this period of the band when I first dug in. Here's my point. If there's an era of the band that you start liking, don't be afraid to give some of the other eras a listen too. If you love the psychedelic stuff from the 60s, you might still really like some of the shows from the late 80s or early 90s. What I'm saying is don't rule out other iterations of the band just because you're partial to one of them. Anyway, September 11th, 1982 is from West Palm Beach, Florida. And this show is just stupid fun. We're going to start with the show opener, New Minglewood Blues, and in this recording, the guitars are turned down a little bit, and the keyboards are up, and Brent really brings it. In fact, the first time I listened to the show, I think I said to myself, I'll have what Brent is having, because he's totally keyed up and he's having a blast. After that, we'll move forward a little bit in the first set to Dupree's Diamond Blues, 
Jerry Garcia really stretches for it on the vocals and the guitar, and it totally works. Dupree's is such a fun song, and I hope you like it as much as I do. So here we go. A couple of unintentionally blues-focused songs. New Minglewood Blues and Dupree's Diamond Blues from September 11th, 1982. I'll be back a little later to talk about the rest of the music in this show.
shots of whiskey. Women around here start looking good. Couple shots of whiskey. Sunshine Billy start looking good. Couple more shots of whiskey. I'm going down to Just what to do? I was born in a desert. 
number one occupation is steal women from their other men. You know, do it, do it again. Be their number one occupation is steal women from their other men. It's really hard for me to put into words how much I love audience recordings. Even the gaps between songs, the energy from the crowd, you can just feel the anticipation for what's coming next. It's truly unbelievable to stand there, and I hope you get a sense of that while you're listening to this. Anyway, here's Dupree's Diamond Blues. Well understood, you got to admit 
the losers we make Just free your with a losing hand Baby's got a wee bit up for a while Go out, find another swimming on a fever Getting closer to just death be honest i didn't love dupree's diamond blues when i first heard it but i really got into it now it's really such a fun song anyway we're going to get into the real stars of the show from 1982 we'll start with let it grow and that closed the first set i've heard it being described as a complete meltdown and that term was being used in the best possible sense like dupree's i was never a huge fan of this song But this version made me change my mind. It's fast and just has that something special. Jerry's guitar work features long and fast runs that are super creative, and the rest of the band is right with him. It's a bit otherworldly. Then, then we get to two songs that will be eternally linked. I honestly can't believe I haven't done a Scarlet Begonia's Fire on the Mountain set since we started this show. Yes, I know we did Scarlet in the last show, But when Scarlet transitions into Fire on the Mountain, well, you just know you're at a dead show. This version of Scarlet Fire absolutely smokes. The rhythm section of Phil Lash on bass, Bill Kreutzmann on one set of drums, and Mickey Hart, who was celebrating his 39th birthday that night on the other set of drums, jam out a smooth, tight, and fast groove. Jerry sings Scarlet really well, and the guitar solos are super unique. The transition into Fire on the Mountain is absolutely seamless, and it's almost perfect. It's an all-time version. 
But anyway, that, that's enough of me telling you about how good it is. Let's just listen. Let it grow, and then Scarlet Begonias and Fire on the Mountain from West Palm Beach, Florida in 1982. Sit back, turn down the lights, and soak it in.
Thank you. We're going to take a short break. Let's go in a little bit.
Yes. Those three songs are just out of this world. This show is so criminally underrated, too, and I encourage you to go and find it and listen to the whole thing. It'll steal your heart. The mid-80s, as I mentioned before, they don't get a ton of credit. But there are plenty of gems to explore, and the chemistry can be really good. This is a very, very underrated show, as I mentioned. As with most Grateful Dead shows, there are a ton of recorded versions of it. Versions from the soundboard, versions from different bootleg tapers, some that mix audience and the soundboard. And that's part of the beauty of the Grateful Dead. Sure, every show is different, but almost every recording is different because of the various mixes, techniques, or equipment being used. So you may get one set of sounds from the soundboard, and one set from the guy who set up his microphone hooked into an old-school tape recorder. But the music is the same, and it will live forever. That's why it's fun to be on the bus. Next week, we're going to take another trip into the studio and check out the recording that was the first Grateful Dead music that I ever owned. It should be a lot of fun. Finally, I'm so excited that the show is starting to be all over the place. You can stream your favorite episodes on different podcast services or at kacu.org. Follow the show on Facebook and Instagram, too. Just search at GetOnTheBusKACU on both platforms. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can always email me at GetOnTheBusKACU at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Anyway, until next week, I'll say fare thee well, and I can't wait until we meet again. I'll see you then. Get on the Bus with Corey Patterson is a production of KACU in Abilene, Texas, and Zane Goggins' Deadhead in Training. This is KACU.